1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Are you ready? Labia. Are you ready?
0: Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm the labia. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? America is the labia of America. I guess Mexico and Canada are sort of the outer labia of America.
1: Well... Well okay but that's if America is the f- the, the, f- the what the, f- the sort of the the opening
0: well i mean i thought it was going to be a whole person and it, well, this is well, the, okay, the, but the, but the far the far outer labia <laughs> <laughs> um, hello and welcome to tune the think tank the <laughs> podcast where we come up with sketch ideas and <laughs> interpretations of what Countries, <laughs> what body parts? Countries might be.
1: Oh, this is very too in the think tank. Yeah. Very, very, yes. Every, oh, I've got this great a sketch idea. Every country, oh, whatever. Uh, Someone, a uh, doctor, uh, no, a geogra- a, ge- a geographer. Has a theory yeah. that every country has uh, all the different bits of it are different body parts. And They stand in front of a lecture theatre, explaining their theory, pointing at a thing, and they say, "Oh, the um, you know the uh, the Mexico is the outer labia. Ah, da, 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 da.
0: Wow, um, when you do your voice like that, it's the it's way harder to understand you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, well at the end I, I was that, just saying ah da 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 that's so. true.
0: but I mean but I guess that's what what makes you the treble of the mm. of the, of of the, the virtual team. of the virtual yeah
1: mm. um Alistair before uh the podcast started yeah. we were we were mentioning the idea of uh Patreon and I don't want the I don't want any of our Patreon supporters to interpret this in any way as a threat <laughs>
0: <laughs> but or we were, or in any way whatsoever.
1: I don't want them to be understand able to understand a single word I'm saying. Is that too much no. to ask?
0: Well, then go back to doing that high pitched voice you were doing before. <laughs> oh no. well, the
1: sketch we were proposing.
0: <clears throat> what happened was, was apparently when 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 yeah. at the beginning of every month, this is when the Patreon is charged. By the way, you can support our Patreon. Thank you so much for everybody who does. You guys are the greatest. Um Absolutely everyone when, when it's charged, you're your the, your number of people who follow you on Patreon or support you on Patreon drops at the beginning of the month because mm. apparently it tries to contact people's accounts and when it gets rejected initially, uh, it just assumes that that person is no longer a follower until mm. it can contact mm. your bank account.
1: They assume that that person has sort of closed their bank account entirely yeah. <laughs> to avoid having to any further give... Uh, support this stupid podcast they did they've wh- moved
0: interstate <laughs> they've changed their <laughs> they've name
1: they've assumed a new identity <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and and we were talking about how but it, it eventually does track these people like, the, like somehow mm. Patreon does eventually contact these people and they get rejoined as as uh Donators and we were suggesting that maybe that that was because they Patreon has a service that sends people to their houses. Round to their house. Breaks their legs.
1: (laughs) Shake them down. Oh, it's a very nice house you got here, sir. Be a shame if something were to happen. You know, on account mm. of you did enter into what may be known as a digital contract wherein you you guaranteed seems to me maybe that you would give uh, three dollars a month and uh <laughs> lo and behold, the three dollars a month has not arrived for um Mr. Wisden's uh monthly newsletter yes
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so you're a supposed patron of the arts, oh. yes mm. well yes <laughs> uh, and it's because a very it nice to thing me, to be that is. Of course, when the payment goes through.
1: <laughs> yes, and it seems to me that uh, on his end of the bargain, you you have g- got the service what you gave the three dollars for on account of you were able to vote in the Twitter poll to name his new goldfish. So, seems to me that it, we got a we got a bit of a problem here, don't we? And then they, um, you know, burn down um. your garage yeah and um stab your dog with a garden fork uh oh, no. until you give them three dollars.
0: garden fork is of course the fork that you eat a garden salad with
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> what if every type of uh <laughs> every 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 salad every type of food had its own specialized utensil
0: <laughs> ah yes a uh, uh... It's a burrito glove. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I think of all the things you've really hit upon something there actually where yeah. the, the burrito absolutely could handle having a special type of glove and I tell you what it would look like as well. Mm. It would sort of be a cross between a glove and one of those baby's bibs where where it sort of curves up
0: and at catches the all the stuff. To catch yeah.
1: stuff? So it'd be a, a glove that goes down past your wrist okay maybe sort of halfway to your elbow and then it flares up all the way around so that that when you know when you're sort of mid burrito and the juices start to dribble down yeah they don't actually dribble all the way down your hand and they're trapped there in the in the uh, in in the in the moat well, around I the mean, wrist
0: I think we could oh, sorry
1: no no well and then I was going to suggest that also, the and this is this is the real innovation of the burrito um, burrito glove, glove yeah. is that on the side of the thumb there's mm-hmm. a little um, little tube little tubular opening right that runs down into the bottom of the of of the moat right and it's a little straw that's built into the glove so when yeah. you finish your eating your burrito you can <laughs> suck on your thumb. And suck up all the burrito juices. Oh.
0: Oh, I don't know why that bothers me. It's just like, like I'll eat the juice while it's in there. While it's in the burrito. But afterwards, I mean, I love love the idea of sucking on the thumb. I mean, look, you know, I really like that. But couldn't there be a thing where, look, I'm picturing it as more of a, it's like a webbed glove. But... Mm underneath, but between the, the, the thumb and the pinky, there's like a thing that goes all the way around over to that side as well. And it's a bit like a stubby holder, like a, you know, a drink, a thing that mm. keeps your drink cl- cold like that. And yep. then you just slot your burrito in there. Now, yep. if you were really worried about drippage, which of course there would be, what you could do is have a fan at the bottom of that cooler that doesn't <laughs> push the liquid up, but it keeps it um, like sort of a neutrally buoyant in the air.
1: The liquid, so, or the, does the burrito itself somehow hover no, no, like a frog in an electromagnetic field?
0: No, I don't. I don't think it would be strong enough to make a oh, okay. burrito hover. I think right. that's what the hand is for. Ah, oh, yes. Um, in
1: many ways, yeah. yes.
0: And it's just it's just to keep the liquid off of the cloth, you know, because. Mm. It would if it, if you know you don't want have to have if you're going to get a new thing for so your house you don't still, want it to be a new a cloth thing cloth you have glove. to clean, eh?
1: It's still a cloth glove.
0: Well, it's probably like that wetsuit material. Like, a, <laughs> I mean, it could be metal. It could be a metal thing like all the other utensils.
1: You know, <laughs> oh yeah, so like, like a like an infinity gauntlet style. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like, big brass gauntlet um mm, yeah, the burrito safe, gauntlet of
0: course
1: yeah you know what would be good if you had it made out of metal it could be heated so that it keeps the burrito hot as you eat it and i don't <gasps> mean warm idea. i mean hot every mouthful will burn you all the way to the end a lot of foods they start out too hot but then of course newton's laws of uh, thermodynamics Um, dictate that by the end, it'll probably be at a very edible temperature. Not anymore with the burrito (laughs) glove. Every mouthful is torture. (laughs) That's our guarantee.
0: (laughs) With our burrito glove, the rest of your life will seem incredible.
1: Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, Look, um, I think those are two very valid... Approaches to to burrito improving the burrito experience. Yeah. We'll leave it to the um, you know the people to decide which is better. Mm. Um, but I think well, I think it's pretty clear.
0: I mean, especially I...
1: because a lot of the things that I added into your glove made it demonstrably worse, lowering sure. <laughs> yeah. the standard of your idea <laughs> below but... the critical threshold
0: but just because it's bad it doesn't mean it's not good mm. right so but mm-hmm. i've written down utensils for every food i think we've come up come up with an idea for a utensil for a burrito we haven't necessarily come up for, with an idea for a sketch i've still written it down um but i think that maybe it would this would be based around a company i don't know if we've ever made a, a sketch idea that's you know based around a company that does a thing that's weird
1: yeah okay but that's interesting one, to me i mean i'm willing to go with you on this Alastair.
0: but to do one where this company they specialize in creating a utensil for every food mm. and it's per- the perfect utensil for every food sometimes it's a mm. variation on a utensil you've already got you know could be like a rice fork you mm. know mm. what would because is there do you think do you think there's if you were to create a new utensil for the rice, do you think would you go with a fork? Well, I'm
1: I'm actually trying. To, I'm trying to picture it now. What what I think would be best?
0: A rice straw.
1: Yeah. Well, you kind of. It is. It is a little tempting to go with some kind of a straw type thing because, of course, rice to me seem do do seem as close as food gets to being ants. And then you look at the way that an echidna or something like that eats the ant. It's with that straw like beak. That it has, yeah, but, but but it, then requires, it has a tongue.
0: But it has a tongue. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, so I don't know, I don't know if the uh if you could have a tongue,
0: you know, some kind sort of, robotic of a secondary tongue, extension. tongue. Yeah. But I mean if you could get a tongue extension, like mm. something that if you just flicked your tongue out, you went uh, like that and it could go, let's say, another meter. Mm. And and it was consi- it was silver, so it was considered polite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's the think, that's the real innovation.
0: I think the the problem with the tongue is because it's so flesh colored. Mm. And when people see it they go ah. Oh. And and people know that you're experiencing things when they see you watch licking your plate. Yeah. You know, ah, oh, look at all those good feelings he's experiencing. That's not yeah, okay. Yeah, we can't
1: have that. Mm. Not and here at the really, ambassadors residence.
0: You're you're leaving a re- a wet residue as well. Mm. So and you're thinking like a dry,
1: non-flesh-colored tongue that, mm. that 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 we could do this? Service. Maybe it's
0: maybe it's got prongs all the way down it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's yeah,
1: a barbed, yeah, yeah, barbed. Interesting. I'm wondering. I'm now thinking about you know, in um, Men in Black, the first Men in Black, when. Mm. Um, uh, uh, by the way, I consider the first men in black to be men in black international. Um, <laughs> that's when the series really kicked off for me yeah, but cool if we were to go just the strictly canon first men in black, um, yeah. you know when the, you see the uh the, the that big creature, the cockroach at the end there, and it's got those sort of extra little things on the sides of its mouth that that shove things down when it's eating people. Do you remember that
0: yeah. Wait, wait, which creature?
1: The the cockroach, the giant bug creature, bug cockroach creature. When it eats um Tommy Lee Jones, it sort yeah. of has these little things that sort of unfurl at the sides yeah. of its mouth and yeah. and you know scoop and push Tommy Lee Jones down its gullet. And I feel like that's something that could be could be quite good from like it if we had like an automated sort of thing that straps onto the neck or something and then shovels food in. Yeah, well, I guess food. if you could, if
0: if you could get that kind of that thing that Bob Dylan has for, for holding <laughs> for his harmonica, <laughs> and you put you put your plate in that plate of food,
1: have we have we already talked about that on this show? That feels very, that's very very good. Like for using one of plate. those to eat corn.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be great if you didn't even need that little thing. I mean, it's great to have that thing on the side of your mouth that would kind of just essentially like just curl its fingers out and pull things in from the plate mm. but if you could just tilt your head back and it just falls into your mouth
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well then you know what i was admiring i i i i had cause to google scoops on the internet recently and yeah. it brought up a picture of that fish uh, that that uh, that chip scoop that they use at mcdonald's which has got sort of that wide end for scooping, and Mm. then it sort of funnels down to at the back of the scoop. There's like a narrow end that just allows you to just tip it up and back into the little bag, and that really should be the design of the plate because (laughs) there's absolutely no reason why the plate can't be the utensil, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Absolutely every food should be able to be eaten just by bringing... You know, it sort of turns solids into into a drink. You know, you can pour... Well, it would
0: be... Yeah. And solids. you think about it, you you as a parent, you've, you're have you cooking up the various, you know, the various bits and pieces of a meal. And mm. instead of having to serve it up onto six or 29 different plates like you have at your house, right? <laughs> um, you just serve it up into a big sort of trough or a kind of thing like that. Mm. And then everybody around the house just around the table just scoops into that trough, and Mm. then holds the bottom funnel to their mouth and just kind of shakes the trough from side to side, and lets it slide in until there's enough of a mouthful.
1: Exactly, exactly, Mm. and it feels very hygienic because there are two different ends to the scoop. You know, there's the scooping end and then there's the eating end. So. It's not like that it, – it, it removes the stigma of, of double dipping. So, yeah, well, absolu- know, absolutely we have a – I've realized um, a, in, sorry?
0: in household double dipping, I uh, you know, let's say we've got corn chips and I'm dipping them into some salsa, right? Mm. I tend to dip, eat, then turn the chip around <laughs> mm. and then dip the other side mm. that hadn't touched my mouth. Like no, that. but
1: had touched your fingers.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if people—if you've washed your hands before, before the thing, then you're fine. Then you're golden, mate.
1: Your mate, you are golden. You are. Yeah. You are home and hosed down because that's how seriously you take hygiene.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm. Um, I know, I'm. I'm bloody. I'm squirting on some Tizer between every chip.
1: I think. Uh, I think that I think the scoop, like like like, what are we looking for here, Alastair? Because you know, you know me, I thought we already had a sketch at the burrito, at the burrito glove. I'd make an ad for the burrito glove. That would be that would be a full TV half hour, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, an infomercial. Yeah. But you know, you Alastair, you want there to be more to things. Yeah, and I
0: think I want there to be more, and I don't think the variations on things has been enough. Um I'll write plate scoop down, but I'm putting it under the heading of utensils for every food.
1: That's absolutely fine. Yeah. And you know, you if you come up with a new food, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to market that food until you've also come up with a new utensil, a new utensil. <laughs> because a new utensil? Because if you if you don't if you don't do your due diligence and think of a think of a utensil that's going to work for that perfectly for that food, then um, you're not taking responsibility for the consequences of of what you're putting out into the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, you're no better. You know, you invent a new type of dangling bolognese, right? you're no better than uh, Mark Zuckerberg making Facebook and not thinking about uh, the consequences for um, democracy.
0: Did you say a dangling bolognese?
1: (laughs) That's right, Alistair. I did. I did. Why?
0: Wait, wait, wait. But how did you picture this?
1: Uh, I guess I sort of pictured that it hangs above your head um, and you sort of eat it. Sort of like you're a fish swimming amongst um, amongst seaweed. Yeah, yeah. And I guess okay, the sauce see. is kind of dripping down onto your face.
0: Are you in water?
1: Uh, are There's you? There's no foods
0: that you eat underwater.
1: <laughs> well, this is very. Again, I, I mean, this is this is territory that we've explored.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. But, but only, but, I mean...
1: but only in the context of. Making it possible to eat regular foods underwater.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. So I don't know <laughs> no. I don't know if you're you're thinking of additional foods mm. that could be eaten without the aid of the um the sporkle, I believe we called it.
0: Well because because I mean what it there's there's a lot more to the experience of eating in food. I uh, sorry eating in water than just mm. what the food is because you can't help but also eat some of the water. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it'd be cool if they could create a snorkeling, we call it, a scuba if they could create a scuba that is just in your nose so your mouth is free. Mm. Your mouth is free to you know, try to talk um and You know,
1: eat. well, you know what we should do actually, Alistair? Mm. Is we should take it upon ourselves to specialise the roles of the mouth and the nose. Okay? And this is the new deal. Nose is for breathing. Mouth is for eating. We are going to surgically separate the uh, the, br- the breathing tube down to the yeah. lungs. That's going to be exclusively now attached to the nose yeah. and the mouth is going to exclusively be, ta- be attached to the, the food hole. Down to the stomach, and that removes the risk of choking to a certain extent. If your nose gets blocked, you will die. But uh, <laughs> it 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 also um, it forces them to focus on what they're good at. Because at the moment, I think the mouth is trying to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. You know, it's eating, it's breathing, it's talking. Well, not anymore. There will be no more talking for you, mouth, except for burp you know, talking. You'll still you be know able to I do that. What think should
0: happen? I think vomit should just go into the poop sp- deposit.
1: Abs- absolutely, push yeah. it down, stomach. You don't push like it, it? you just get it through the system and get it out. We have diarrhea for that.
0: Yeah, or there could be a valve. Maybe we could get a, a, a new hole on your back, <laughs> so that vomit blow- could just we'll come We'll call
1: out. it the blow off.
0: Yeah, the blow off, and you could just vomit out your back. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe and it'd be great because then pubs, you know, it'd be great. Because then pubs could just have like a hole <laughs> that you just walk up to, and you just lean up against the the wall. Yeah, and then and you, you just don't go,
1: even stop your conversation. You
0: don't have to stop. You know. Yeah, I mean it's um, it it brings pur- you know excess eating to excess and purging, and also people after this whole pandemic is over people are going to want to spend as much time with other people as they can and they're not going to be wanting to take time off to go vomit hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than forty gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com Well right. actually, I tell you what, this but this this separating the mouth and the breathing and all that sort of stuff, that would be a that would be a That would be actually a really logical response to the coronavirus because at the moment, you know, you getting your hands on your mouth and that sort of thing,
0: Mm.
1: you know, you can get coronavirus through food because it's a respiratory disease, but you can get that disease down into your lungs just because it's in your mouth. Well, not anymore, right? Sorry, coronavirus, you got into the mouth. All you are now, to me, is a snack, okay? Yeah. You're not a threat. Your- you know where I
0: think would be good for some for some breathing holes, is in that part, like in between your sort of collarbone and your sh- your back shoulder muscles, mm-hmm. right? Just like just there's, there's that kind of gappy down hole that you can create in your there in between yeah. your your collarbone and your neck. Yeah, I reckon there. If there was a hole on each side. And you could breathe through that because then you've already got the cloth of your clothes there that acts uh, ask, uh, acts as a mask. Mm. You know, then you yep. don't have to wear any more any more clothes. We're we're already a wearing a mask over the rest of our body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we learn to breathe through our butts?
0: Isn't that you know? Isn't that isn't that the craziest thing that that we've we're wearing a mask over the you know eighty five percent of our body mm-hmm. and the fifteen percent. That <laughs> that's exposed. That's exposed. That's the part where where <laughs> germs are are, are all our out.
1: vulnerabilities. Good one, God slash you know, evolution.
0: So, so yeah. who's who's proposing this? Why why is this being proposed in this sketch?
1: Um. Well, one. initially it was going to be so that you could eat underwater, right? Oh, yeah. but I I don't see why it can't be A Doctor proposing this and just. Selling the various benefits of which eating underwater is only one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, because, because, because if you can breathe through your nose and um, have your nose above water and then your mouth just below, you can eat anything you want in there. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you don't even have to come, like, you, you wouldn't want there to be any waves or anything. But if it's mill pond flat, you can experience the untrammeled delight of breathing air and eating like a whale.
0: That's true, yeah. I mean, I guess that is really interesting because I guess whales probably do when they're eating plankton go up to the surface and just have their their back nose Mm. sticking out of the water. Have you seen those noses from up above? When there's, like, there's two, I think, which one is it, sperm whale? Or one of them, it's not sperm whale, but one of them has, like, Two nostrils. Two, it's definitely like a nostrils. It's like two nostrils. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, am I right in thinking that not all whales are from the same vent? You know, trip to the ocean, so to speak. Really? That I, I think, and I, I could be wrong here, but there are there are different, um, different origin points for that, um, that particular. Evolutionary What's it. I might be thinking of seals. But yeah.
0: like walruses and seals and those sea lions and things yeah. like
1: that. Yeah. They might have I mean, they might have all done it separately because there are some that have got like separated tails and some that have just got one tail. This is you a, can the tell. Cr- I don't know. I don't the know. Crazy anyway, I think thing, I think there have the, been different different goes at it.
0: This has been how do whales work. Um and the crazy thing. <laughs> about about evolving back into the water is all those creatures that like it must have happened fast right you know like usually evolution takes thousands of years or whatever millions Mm. but like how quickly those creatures who couldn't live in the water died off You know, as they were all their, as their whole families would go into the water, somehow, you know, there's like just treading water, and then just like quickly, let's breathe one, and I guess one of them would be like mounting the other instead of like pushing the other one down under under water. I think so. I guess suddenly, uh... so so suddenly, it's very quickly, it's very quickly, um, like skewed to towards creatures that can hold their breath for a long time.
1: I think, uh, you know, I think for evolution to really kick off like that, you know, if you want big change like that, it's it's like restructuring the economy or getting rid of capitalism or something like Mm -hmm. that. You know, Um, you need you need probably a charismatic leader, you know, one sort of one sort of like uh, hippopotamus type character who can really motivate wave after wave of its fellow hippopotami Mm -hmm. into the ocean um, you know, despite the the bodies, you know, like if I reckon you, Churchill could have done it. Yeah, do you think? You know? Do you think the hippopotamus? If, if Churchill, is an instead one? of had saying we will fight them in the be-, on the beaches, had said we will fight them
0: in the shallow water
1: in in, <laughs> <laughs> in the water that's just over head height. Yeah, you know, he could have got the British people out there, mm. and with their pluck. Um, and uh, th- they they would have uh, they would have prevailed ultimately. I think if they could have convinced the Nazis to come in and fight them there, as opposed <laughs> to just watching them all drown.
0: And when they when when the Nazis decided that they weren't going to fight them there, they could have mocked them. Oh, you're too scared to come in yeah, where the water's just a bit over your head. Oh. They hate that. They oh, and then they would have. <laughs> <laughs> they would have felt so mocked. And then Hitler, and Hitler was gen- genuinely like this. He would have just been like, oh, we're not going to let them beat us there. Send our men in. Yeah,
1: because he, he doesn't, say what you like about Hitler, he doesn't come across like somebody who could have a laugh at his own expense. Hmm. You know? He, uh, yeah, he didn't have much of a, you oh, know, that, gr- that sense of humour that's so hmm. crucial.
0: In you know? war,
1: <laughs> that's what. That's what. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I mean. Look, if he didn't have it and he lost, I mean, that's a good sign that it might have been crucial.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that, now, what uh, am I
0: writing down here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, did, well, did you did, did you you wrote down eating war eating food underwater? Um. Oh, did you write no. down combining the two yeah. breath the the breathing holes, or separating yeah. the, the the holes? Right, yeah. two tubes. That's the two tube system, and never sure. the twain shall meet. Right, and then um, I mean, if you wanted to write down an additional thing, it could be um, Churchill's. <laughs> like you could you could absolutely convince me that there was an SBS documentary. Black and white stock footage from the, you know, from the Second World War of Churchill's secret plan to win the war by getting the British people to evolve to live in the water. But I feel like we've already done evolving to live in the water.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing is that we've done that with a family who decides that they're going to Mm. evolve towards aquatic creatures and they just live in the bath. The dad forces them all to live in the bath so that they can start evolving to become aquatic. But mm. I guess, I guess I was thinking about those animals, you know, and like genuinely, like how the process happened. Mm. But maybe, you know, how it happened very quickly. I don't know how it would happen very quickly.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's hard to think of what the funny angle is on that.
0: Yeah, but you know? I mean, look, Churchill's secret plan. Well, I'll just write, we'll fight them
1: in the 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 deep end. (laughs) In
0: the water that's just a bit over their head.
1: Um, I mean, (laughs) it doesn't, there are a few flaws in it in that it like, you know, surely swimming would factor into this in some way. But I think (laughs) part of the the British um, resolve, their famous resolve was that they resolved that they wouldn't, breathe or they wouldn't swim or something like that no there'd be no treading water yeah and they stuck to it
0: well we're just well we're really just treading water at this stage sir yes um yeah i don't know I, i still think that there's something in those creatures but i i get that you couldn't see it immediately so i um i will i will quit
1: no, I don't want you to quit, Alistair. If you think there's something no. there, you pursue it.
0: No, you pursue be, it to, to the To be death. honest, I just, I just needed to get a reaction out of you, and then um, we can well, leave it now. Have I,
1: have, have I talked about this before? My theory that it really shows you how shit fish are, that almost any other creature can go into the ocean and just give it a go... And fish who've just been there their entire lives, and they've never—you know—that's all they do is live in the water. And then you know, a bird or uh, you know some sort of cow type thing can come in the ocean and outperform them, just as a joke almost. And then just fluke it and be better at it than fish. Well, they're they're usually in there.
0: They're usually in there for pleasure rather than business. And then they're yeah. like, oh, I'll just, oh, while I'm here, do some really easy-to-grab food.
1: Yeah, well, it's like when somebody shows up for an audition with their friend and they weren't even seriously going to go in the audition and then they go in the audition and then at the end of the story, they're Angelina Jolie or something like that. They become um, very, very successful I guess without even trying. It, it's and probably it's humiliating because- for, for the fish. You know, yeah. we talk about a fish out of water being somebody who struggles. I put it to you that the fish in water aren't doing that great either.
0: <laughs> and, and, and the opposite of a, of a you know, there's fish out of water, but a human in water is doing pretty well as well.
1: <laughs> it's also doing fine. Yes. A, a bird, a bird in water. A bird. They, they're some of the best at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's turned out that some birds are some of the best swimmers in the world. Mm. Penguins—they're so? they're some of the deepest swimmers of all creatures. Is that true? Yeah.
1: How deep? How deep? We talking? I mean, Kilometre? like you know,
0: and I think maybe like they can do like four hundred meters or something. That's
1: so fucking deep. Yeah. Man, that's deep. <laughs> Good on them.
0: Yeah. Um mm. But you know, look. Yeah, but. Again, we've we've gone really far here. Oh, it says here, wait, <laughs> eight, 1,800 feet. Wait, how's that in meters? God damn
1: it. 1,800 feet. Well, it's about three, so it's about 600 meters. Man. Wow. Man, that's deep. Yeah, 563. I wonder if their
0: ears pop. Eh?
1: I wonder if their ears pop.
0: I wonder if they have ears. I reckon everything would pop. Do you think Not you'd feel good or bad down there? Is it good or bad? Like how? No, like how good would you feel down there? Do you think? think good? I
1: wouldn't like it. I would feel. I was about to say I feel under a lot of pressure, but I wouldn't say that. I would. I would. It, I think it would be very dark, and that would be very stressful to me.
0: But also and calming. 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 Maybe. Calming. <laughs> calming, 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 calming. Oh my god, coming, something's coming. coming, 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 coming. <laughs> something's um, calming.
1: <laughs> is that is that is that is that anything? Uh, it's you know quite the anything. calming effects <laughs> of uh, of shark attacks. Sort of um, we find that a lot of people who've survived shark attacks say that just before uh, they were um, the shark. As the shark opened its mouth to consume them, they felt a great calm come over themselves. I mean, and I mean, so, I we... like the
0: idea. I like the idea that you know they say that about drowning, but that being eaten by a shark is actually a really peaceful <laughs> way to die. <laughs> oh, it's one of the best ways to go. It's actually, yeah. I mean. I did hear somebody talk about that, where they kind of they they talk about like not really feeling anything, but feeling like just some pressure, but not pain. Like they go, mm. oh, "I could just feel some pressure," and then I was like, "Oh, there's a shark pumping, biting down mm. on my arm."
1: Yeah, well, that would be uh, shock, I suppose. Right, mm. the shock yeah. of the I new. Think,
0: I think the shock comes in a little bit later when, when you have a chance to reflect on it.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: So this is then, this is
1: pre-shock. This is just you not really
0: Well, I think I think this is your your body does these kinds of things to yeah. help you survive. So that because if you're in loads of pain, you're probably not going to work that hard to get away. But if you're yeah. like, "Oh, something's happening and I'm really alert and I can just start beating the shit out of this uh really mean creature." Mm. mm.
1: Real nasty.
0: Have you Real nasty looking. Have you had? Have you had any moments in your life where you've, you've been alone with an animal, and you've realized, oh shit, this is on. Like I'm in a like, a weird battle situation.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think if that's ever happened to me. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I have been a- attacked by a few sheep. Like butted by some sheep yeah um no, what about you?
0: Um,
1: be great if you had it if you had a really good story about it.
0: oh, that would be really good, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that really make something out of this um, No, but I think I think about those moments a lot where it's like you you become aware that you're in one of those moments that you hear about. <laughs> Mm. Like, like I think, like, becoming aware that you're going to be mugged or, mm. or like, where you're really under attack. I don't know, have I, have this I is
1: the think? closest – I might have already talked about this once, but this is the closest I've come to that, which is that I was driving a car by myself from Queensland back to Melbourne, and the GPS took me – something weird happened with the GPS, and it took me basically up through these mountains somewhere in Queensland – Right. And then I got onto this long stretch of dirt road somewhere, like, it was weird. I was like up a mountain, but there was this long, straight bit of dirt road and, and flat. And I just sort of realized I was driving really, really fast on this dirt road. Mm. And then I felt something change in the way the car was moving, where I was like, oh, if I do anything, this car is going to flip out of control, yeah. and I—I uh, I just sort of—I—I I, like—I—I I just took my foot off the accelerator and I just held onto the steering wheel until the car came to a complete st- just slowed down and just came to a complete <laughs> stop of its own accord, and uh, and then you know I took a few deep breaths and then I I started paying more attention to the driving. Um, yeah, I think
0: I've I've kind of been in the opposite of that where I was driving through a, through the mountain through a mountain on a dirt road but it was raining and then I but I didn't really notice that much and then I I must have tapped the brakes or something like that and then I just started spinning down this hill in the mud. Fuck. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm in I'm currently in a car crash." <laughs> like <laughs> Just like, and then just kind of like, luckily, just kind of keep going. But then hitting the bank at the end, yeah. Like, but it like not doing so much damage to the car that you can't keep driving it.
1: Yeah, good. Can't keep speeding in the rain. Like, so you were going down a hill.
0: Going down a hill. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, and just start spinning. Yeah, dirt road. Well, mud road.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like spinning, like we're talking like a three sixties.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, three sixties, uh, but like horizontally rather than vertically.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> Horizontal? All oh, right. Uh, yeah. How many three sixties are we talking?
0: I don't know. Could have been two. Could have been yeah? two and a half.
1: Yeah. What's that? It's three uh, seven twenty. Talking a seven and twenty.
0: Yeah, seven and twenty.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: Did a seven, and then I did a twenty.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: well, look, Andy, I've written down shark. Sh- eaten by a shark is the most peaceful way to die. <laughs> but it's more of a kind of like a line that you would have in something. <gasps> yeah. I hear that's a really peaceful way to die.
1: Well, I mean, if if that was the case, do you think that like a, a lot of old people opting for... Um, assisted suicide, mm. would would there would there be this service now kind of where you'll take them out and you'll make them look real tempting and you'll organise for them to be eaten by a shark? And then would it sort of start to become quite a commodified, <laughs> quite a formalised process where instead of dry, taking them out into the middle of the ocean mm. and just hoping that a shark shows up, there There'd are actually a... now these sharkatoriums um, like a, a- attached like medical... to most... Um, most cemeteries where mm. they have you know they breed sharks and they basically keep them sort of strapped in these um in these on well, these big trolleys right uh underwater, but then they'll lower the old person in in a chair and they'll basically fire this shark at you because they want to remove a lot of the um I... <laughs> the the variables right to ensure I mean... that it's a replicable thing otherwise there's too many risks cause it's not really I
0: think. I think it's just, it's like, it's, th- I think if people think that it's peaceful, they're not going to try and control the shark. I think this just like, it just becomes like a medical grade shark tank. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> and then you just take your loved one to it. And I guess if you want to assist them with it, you can push them in.
1: It's only legal in the Netherlands.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you know, in some parts there, they just kind of cordon, like they've they've sort of caged off a corner of a canal. <laughs> and, and there's
1: a lot just... of screaming, but the doctor's there to tell you that oh, that you know that's actually just air escaping from the body as the yeah. <laughs> rib cage is crushed by the jaws of the shark. They're actually incredibly calm.
0: Mm. Well, that's also very exciting, and you know, and as you know from those reports. They just mm. feel a bit of pressure, but no pain. So mm. <laughs> the screaming <laughs> is actually helping because you know that screaming lowers how much pain you feel. You're Especially right. So they're feeling swear. maybe
1: even negative pain.
0: Yeah. So there's a chance that they're feeling total bliss. B- total and, bliss. <laughs> and usually, when somebody when somebody you know is about to die, you let them swim with the dolphins. So mm. this is. This is kind of being able to put all those great experiences together. Exactly. Because <laughs> to, these are people who want to die anyway. So why not dying while swimming with a lot finned creature? And the sharks want to creature? eat, man. They want to and eat. And the sharks want to eat. They want to live. It's, you want to die. It's
1: synergy. It's a symbiotic relationship is what it is. I mean... Everybody's I guess, getting something out of it.
0: Yeah. You know, and I, I imagine some animals... Must think about that while they're getting, you know, eaten by creatures.
1: Also, you I know what's like, crazy? Oh, at least I'm part of the great circle of life.
0: You know, ah, he's hungry, you know. <laughs> mm. He needs to eat. It's going to happen. It's a little um, bit...
1: Ah, uh, Savenya. Is that what you're
0: saying? Non-Savenya, wawa. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of that. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you think about it, though, are so many of those animals around you, right? Bees... Beetles, mm. ladybugs, fish—you know those fish that you were mocking earlier. Most of them are so young. Just think of how young they are. They're, probably, well, they're. They're probably went they They almost all of them would be under three months old. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I wouldn't go out. You know, like you know, you're you, you bragging how good you are compared to fish. But if you went out there and you, fu- you wouldn't fuck with some twenty-five-year-old tuna. You're right. You know, I mean, yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying. But you wouldn't mess with one of those.
1: You're saying it's a it's a sort of privilege and they haven't had the same opportunities that I've had.
0: No, no, I'm just saying that they're like like in in every respect in the water, a a 25-year-old tuna would fuck you up. <laughs> like you know, I think even if you were near the water, mm. someone they'd pretty still close. Stand a good chance. I think I think they yeah, they do pretty good. Against yeah. you right okay but but, I mean, but most of the fish and the animals that you encounter they're so young, and just think of like how dumb young things are, mm, just think how many like just th- two months old birds eat, anyway, it's awful
1: there's <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of babies, the ocean is full of babies, basically uh, but
0: yeah, but also land, and it's I'm just saying that we're like we're surrounded. By idiots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I didn't, no, get, a, right. I didn't, didn't get anything out of that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Al. Um, how many sketch ideas have we written down, Alistair?
0: One, two, three, four, five, six. But I think they're all half ideas, but I think I'm happy to uh, go Alistair, with this. Alistair, I
1: think they're all full ideas.
0: Four ideas? Each one is four ideas?
1: I think they're all full ideas. Awful. Yeah, well, uh, Awful I mean, ideas. <laughs> no, all full ideas.
0: <laughs> all full ideas. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I guess they are all full. Um. Well, Andy, then that brings us to my favorite part of the show, which is where we take three words from a listener who supports mm. us on Patreon. And mm, today's listener thank you. is none other than Cedric.
1: Cedric Seds. Says- Cedric, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon, Cedric.
0: Cedric, That's a beautiful thing that you do. It means everything to us what you've done. Are you the Cedric that supports Do Go On as well? And did I meet you once? Did you come to Australia and I met you? Anyway, hello, Cedric. Now, Andy. Cedric has sent in three words. Do you want to try and guess what one of them is? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Copernicus.
0: Uh no, it's not that,
1: but Nicaragua.
0: No, but rehypnol. This, these words do involve looking at something. So, <gasps> but you you were close with Cop Copernicus. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um. Here's the three words from Cedric: tape, mm. your, mm. shows.
1: Tape your shows. Yeah, I see what this is about. I see what this is about, Cedric.
0: Um, but you... Cedric sent this before and I thought I, I, and I was like, Oh, this feels like it's a it's a passive aggressive thing. And I was like, but <laughs> and then I said it to him and he was like, Oh no, I was just I don't know, I'm just messing around. Um, yeah. But um well, but also for everybody who's waiting on Magma and when I said a few weeks ago that it was gonna about to be ready, uh, there's been some delay. <laughs> because so of it'll me. be
1: the end of the month ish.
0: At the end okay. of June ish. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry yeah, about that. But
1: that's all right. It'll be worthwhile, worth waiting think, for.
0: We yeah. hope. I think it'll it'll be in a better state when I see it. Also, mm. I've just remembered something. Somebody contacted me on <clears throat> on Instagram. Uh, we're at Two in Tank on Instagram. Frank West, and he said, two in the think tank, more like two in the stink tank." <laughs> And I said, oh, this is the last straw. We were not prepared for burns of this magnitude. He said, good, because that's all I had. And I said, well, it's stung and I'm not sure we're going to recover. He said, I'd like to claim the the podcast as my trophy. I said, it's yours. He said, I'll collect my prize now, tomorrow. And I said, check your back pocket. And he said, how did it get in there? I said, that's comedy for you. I mean, sorry, magic. And then he said, you know what? You've earned the podcast back, but I expect a mention. Or else, and I said thank you very much, and I'll try to remember this kind act. Legend. So, two in. Thank the, you very much.
1: Two in the stink tank.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't
0: know. We're not going to recover. Yeah, but I'm now we got to focus on tape your shows.
1: Tape your shows. Well, okay. So I mean, you know, there's a comment there, which is that we should be taping our shows, and indeed we are, and indeed we have made a resolution, have we not, Alistair, that we will definitely do that as soon as we finish doing a show from now on, there's going to be, be- no s- slinking out of this like a worm. All right. Yeah. Every show it- will be taped.
0: Yep. And because it is such a pain in the ass to have to relearn a show,
1: it'll be taped straight away Mm-hmm. when it's good. And, and, and it'll be made available to tho- thems that wants it.
0: Yep. That's what I hear.
1: Of course, um, back in the, Back in the day, before the concept of taping shows was available, before tape even existed, I suppose mm. people would have had to, um, I don't know, train up a, a, a troop of monkeys or something like that to sort of imitate their their movements while a, while a, a highly skilled parrot um, repeated the the words that had been sort of drilled into its skull. Um, I like
0: I like the idea that there. I mean, I think that's a very good idea. I think the idea that that there was a group of people in. I mean, I guess if this was ancient Greece, it's probably a group of people who were slaves to, you know, that they had had um, slaves from all over the world, right? I don't know how they how they chose who were slaves, but um,
1: but we, we hope it was a fair system. Whatever
0: we we hope it was a fair multicultural system, is what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs>
1: Equal opportunity opportunity slavers.
0: I would, you know, that's anyway, to be honest, that would make me feel a lot better about stuff. (laughs) Um, But Hire um,
1: women slaves. No, sorry.
0: This is not okay. And so I like that they would have, so let's say they put on a play. Let's say it was one of, um, who's that guy? Euripides. Um, Yeah, great. What does it say? Euripides?
1: Euripides.
0: Right, great the it's Greek tra-
1: yeah great tragedies or whatever
0: I was thinking of Aristophanes
1: ah anyway. Aristophanes
0: yeah Aristophanes and he let's say he's put on this great play it's a huge success right mm. but now they don't they want to keep it they want to store it put it on the shelf for a couple of years and bring it back right because they they've they've milked all the money out of the Athenian crowd that they could yeah uh, and so but they they want they wanted to be just the way that it was. They've worked on this for three years to get it to the mm. point where it was. So they train up about 15 people, you know, all the actors to, to replace the people and they just put them in a room somewhere. Like, you know, they've got a, just a, a place and they just get them to, to do it every day.
1: Just over and over again, constantly. Over in and over room. again. Keep, no contact with the outside world.
0: Keep it fresh like that. Keep it going. <laughs> like keep it fresh in their minds, right? Just keep it going like that. And then after yeah. three years... They get it out, and then they put it on, and they just the actors who are going to now play them. They they just learn from those actors how to do it, <laughs> and then they they put it on straight away, like so that. They, watch they get all those the
1: actors, and then they shut the door while those people continue constantly performing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in this chamber.
0: Now, but then the fun part would be also how different the play is after those three years, mm, <laughs> and they've just yeah. been performing it in that room. And, like, yep. they've just kind of found these weird shortcuts for it and these ways of making it funnier, maybe?
1: Maybe. Or maybe as, as you know...
0: Or more tragic. Because I
1: keep, I keep pushing on this idea that they're not allowed to leave or do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just become more and more unhinged.
0: Yeah, sure. You know? And there's and more insane. screaming.
1: There's more <laughs> screaming. Um, and begging for freedom. Uh, I also Alastair think a, a great idea for an episode of uh MTV's Cribs you know this is the you know this current reference are you across this mm. Yeah uh was that you know somebody's got a really big rich mansion and they're so rich that they have r- one room that's like a theater where people are constantly performing Hamlet because it's their favorite play so <laughs> whenever they want they could just go in and like watch a bit of Hamlet and then leave
0: Is that anyway. Is there something like that in Mr. Burns' mansion, maybe?
1: Oh, really? Yeah, no, I was maybe. sure I'd thought of that.
0: Oh, I think, I think where they say this play closed two months ago or something like that. Um, I can't right. remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if it's not in The Simpsons, then it's my idea. Yeah. And I thought of it. And Great. I especially thought of making it in MTV's Cribs.
0: I think that's really good. Mm. Um, yeah. What do you say? Have we have we done it today?
1: I think we've done it. I think we've done our duty.
0: All right. Well, I'll take us through the the sketch ideas. We've got the Patreon thugs. Mm. we got Yeah, utensils. and as I
1: say, that's not a threat. <laughs> that's not, that's a, not a threat. Nobody's allowed to interpret that as anything.
0: No, of course we not. We love everybody,
1: we... and we especially love you if for some reason your payment doesn't go through. That's one of the weird things about us.
0: Yeah, we're in... You know, we, we love... We love your... And it's not even your flaws because <laughs> it's one of the best things about you. Anyway. exactly. Um, then we got utensils for every food. A company has decided to create utensils for every food, like the burrito glove and the plate scoop. Mm. Um, I mean, the plate scoop, that's a utensil for every food, which includes one for every combination of f- all the foods in your, in your, on your meal. Correct. Separating the nose, mouth, and the new vomit hole... It's the two-tube system so that you can eat <laughs> underwater and also vomit.
1: Alistair, there is no way on earth that any of these ideas have been half ideas.
0: No? You don't think so? You've,
1: you've, you've, something's happened to you where you've forgotten what's a full idea. You've got, yeah. half, you got that disease, you've got that brain injury, like that guy who could only see the left half of things and so would only eat half of his meal until you turned the plate around and then he'd eat the other half.
0: Sounds like he's got a hemisphere hemisphere problem. Does he have did that guy have epilepsy? I think. Yeah, maybe. They would solve a lot of that by, by cutting the um the connection between the two hemispheres, I think.
1: <laughs> ah, this is one of the problems we can solve by cutting the brain in half.
0: <laughs> well, that was a genuine thing that they would do in in order to stop, I think, seizures. I but know. Then, but then they would find out each hemisphere had its own personality.
1: <laughs> That's so crazy. That's yeah. so fucking crazy.
0: Um, Churchill's secret plan we'll fight them in the water that's just a bit over our head I don't know if it's <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a, a new studies uncovered that being eaten by a shark is the most peaceful way to die and a mm. whole industry is is built around that and then we ex-international um, old-timey Greek play storage method people mm. in a room
1: that's right it's always it's always running Keeping it fresh. It's never been more fresh. Couldn't be more
0: fresh. Ah, freshly squeezed. Straight from this person. Yep. All right. Here we go. Blop, 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 blop. I'm going to blop. I'm going to blop. I'm going to blop outside my back. I'm going to blop, 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 blop. Thank you so much for listening
1: to Two in the Think Tank. We really do appreciate it. I have been Andy Matthews, and you can find me at stupid old Andy on Twitter.
0: And I'm, uh, I'm Alistair Trombley Birchall, and you can find me at AlistairTB TB or at A Trombley Birchall on Instagram. Or you can find us at Two in Tank. That's Anywhere right. Anywhere you can review us if you want on yeah. one of those iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever. That Hasn- it has- hasn't been one for ages, and I still check every two days. <laughs> 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 and, and i didn't mean that for that to sound as sad oh
1: uh, well
0: <laughs> but it did
1: sad, pretty sad <laughs>
0: anyway if if you're listening to this anytime after uh june 30th then uh magma is out and you can get it from our website but if you are listening to this before june 30th it's going to be out at the end of the month
1: that's right and take
0: care of yourselves
1: Indeed, and, we and each
0: other. Love and we love you. you. Thank
1: you, bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.